Hello, happy people. Welcome to the Profitable Happiness Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Pillay with the Profitable Happiness Podcast. And oh boy, I am so excited today to introduce you to Dr. Rebecca Heiss. And Dr. Heiss, well, first of all, as you said, it's your mission to infect the world with happiness. You've been making me laugh. You've been just providing an energy that is unbelievable. How are you doing today? And where are you located, Dr. Heiss? I'm doing amazing. Are you kidding me? I'm on this podcast with you, Dr. Pillay. This is a, a great opportunity for me. I'm so delighted to be speaking with you. Uh, and I am calling in today from Greenville, South Carolina. Wow. Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah. And, and as I mentioned to you, I'm here in Austin, Texas. So we're in a couple, you know, we're, we're far away. But you know what? I, we couldn't be closer in terms of our beliefs, our studies, our education, our, our philosophy. In fact, I think I mentioned to you, I think I'm like your, your brother from another mother from Africa, right? I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. I would be very delighted to welcome you into my family. I hope I'd be welcomed into yours. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to claim that now. Right? So, um, Rebecca, let's start from the very, very beginning. You know, I've bought your book, Instinct. Love it. I have read up as much as I can about you, but you know what? If you were to bottle all of that down into a sentence or a paragraph in terms of the problem you solve in the world, the problem that exists that you have written your book for, that you are here to address, what is that problem, Rebecca? I think the problem is that our brains aren't built for this world and they're not built to make you happy. That's, that's the biggest problem. The biggest problem is that our brain is built for survival. It's not built for happiness. And so many people chase things that they think they're going to make them happy because that's what our brain says is going to make us happy. And our brain honestly just doesn't get it. It's not, it's not up to date with the modern world. It's, it's living in ancestral times of dangerous, sparse, scary, you know, environments when today, you know, for most of us, we, we are living in an incredibly abundant time in life. And no matter where your struggles are, if you're listening to this podcast right now, that means you actually have some abundance in your life. Like you have an ability to, to stream this, to hear it. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. A tiger is not chasing you. Right. So when we sort of remove ourselves from that, like doom gloom state of, oh, there's, there's stressors everywhere. Yes. And they're not stressors that are likely going to be life and death. Mm. So the mm. big problem that I solve is, is getting the brain out of that life and death. You know, tigers are chasing me and back into a, well, actually, no, this is, there's no real tigers that are chasing me at the moment. How do <laughs> I then translate this to a, to a happier state? Wow. You know, I like how you said, I like how right. you said there are no, <laughs> no tigers chasing me. At the moment. <laughs> At the moment. You never know. Because, because um, I have to tell you, it's almost a little sad, but it's it's there's so much hope in 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 the idea that you've you've shared with us right now that our brain can be our worst enemy. And if we can learn whatever it is we need to learn to flip that, there's actually hope. There's a lot of hope. There's a lot of hope. And actually, you know, the coolest thing I think about our brains is that they're live wired. Right. So what that means is that our brains are different right now than they were 30 seconds ago because we just listened to us talking. And so now our brains are actually changed because of the environment, because of the words we just heard. 
that's so cool. And I think what people miss is that they're, they're constantly training their brains, right? They're, they're constantly changing the way their brain is processing the world. And when we tap into that and we're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm actually affecting the way I think, the way I see the world, then we get to control that and say, wait, I don't need to be setting my brain up with terrible stories about being a failure and not being good enough to fit in and all of these these ghosts, what I call ghosts of our ancestral past that kind of haunt us and say, you're going to get kicked out of the tribe. <laughs> like, what? Okay. And if I do, there's 8 billion other individuals on this planet that may accept me. You know, it's not a life and death situation anymore. So, you know, addressing those ghosts and coming back to this reality of I get to control the way my brain thinks is, is incredibly powerful and hopeful, I think. Wow. You know, first of all, I, I think I got goosebumps just just listening to this. I mean, you've just shared an eye-opening piece of knowledge here, which is, hey, guys, you don't have a static brain. Your, your brain is evolving every day. It's growing. It's changing. And, you know, I have to say, if someone listens to what you're saying right now and they go, okay, this is some brain stuff. She's an expert. How do I, ordinary person on the street, yeah. hold on to this and make something? Like, what is... What does success look like for me if I were to learn the things you're going to teach us on this podcast, by the way? <laughs> what is success? Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's a tiger sure. coming. Fine. Tiger's coming. Fine. I know. I'm starting to sweat a little bit. Yes. <laughs> what, yeah. does, what does success look like for the, for the average person like myself who wants to, who really kind of is excited by your message here? Yeah. Well, I, I guess I'll, I'd answer that with, a, with another question, which is when, when will you be happy? Oh, because that, right? That's what success is. Oh. I, I ask people this all the time. Like, what do you want? Well, I want this. I want that. I want that. I want the vacation. I want that. And I'm like, but why? But why? But why? And ultimately, it's like, well, because it'll make me happy. Oh, oh. <laughs> so, what you want? So, when will you be happy? Wow. And I think that the most remarkable thing is the answer is really simple. It's when you decide that you are oh. happy, right? Oh. It's that simple. <laughs> oh. You know, oh, I, I promised you I was going to just sit down and try to learn. And we only have a small amount of time. But I have to tell you what you've just shared. I can't, I don't know what to do about it. It's so amazing because this is the problem, right? People are going around waiting for happiness to arrive. When you're saying, I think what you're saying is you already have it within you. Yeah. I mean, and this is, this is the fun part. So the, the best visualization I can give for people that are going, oh, come on, I'm not happy though. And I don't know how to be okay. Good. So most of us have probably had the experience maybe once in our lives, maybe twice, maybe a few times. Most of us have had the experience of falling in love right? And, and that love may not have lasted, but I just want you to go back to the first, the first day or two when you're, when you're madly in love and the rain may be pouring down and your boss may be yelling at you and getting a car wreck. And you know what? You're like, why is someone? And you're like smelling the flowers and life is grand. You know why? Because you created that reality because your focus is on love. It's on that, that positive thing. And unfortunately, the way our brains are built, our brains are like always looking for the negative. It's the, the tigers that can kill us. It's the stories of, of rejection and failure because I'm going to get kicked out of the tribe and people are going to hate me. And then what will I ever do? 
well, you'll be, you'll be fine. Actually, it turns out. And, and yet our brain is really good at catastrophizing because those stories, what I call ants, right? Automatic negative thoughts, which were really helpful for our ancestors because they kept us alive for 200,000 plus years, right? You're here today because your ancestor that heard that rustling behind them was not like, oh, it's probably a songbird coming to entertain me. No, it's a tiger, right? It's going to eat you. So those, those automatic negative thoughts were really helpful for our ancestors. They're not really helpful for us today. Wow. Because again, most of the time, we're not in life and death situations. Wow. So this stress response, this constant like, oh, isn't, isn't helpful. You know, as you were saying that, I couldn't help thinking of, you know, my ancestors, you know, saying, oh, the tiger is coming. Please stop over there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, no, no. I'm sorry. It's the elephant on this side. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I can't tell you how exciting it is to hear your perspective. But I have to go back, if you don't mind. I want to go back to how you discovered your mm. path. What's your story? How did you become this light in this, in this topic that is so dark for so many people? How did you find Dr. Rebecca Heiss yourself? You know, it's an interesting story because I, I always knew, I think, that this was my path. But I fought it. I resisted it. I resisted it because I knew what the culture told me I was valued for which was achievement, right? You must get some degrees. You must show your worth. And so I did. I like, I collected a whole bunch of degrees, which now say that I know something and nobody's ever asked me to see them. Unfortunately, it's a, it's a big uh, disappointment of mine. Um, but I, I kept like seeking, I kept looking for that external validation of now I'll be enough. Oh, now that I have this career, this job, this title, this, and I, I always kind of came up empty. Right? I always kind of felt like, mm, it's okay. And, and the reality was it, it took a little bit of a tragedy to, to shake me out of that, to realize that so many of the decisions that I'd made in life, I'd made out of, out of fear, right? Out of, I am, I'll be danger here, right? I'm not sick, but I'm not well. I'm just kind of, I'm in that mediocre, meh, I'm, I'm existing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, exi- I'm not dying. And that's what our brain is set up for. It's, it, our brain is set up to not die. You do the things to survive but you don't do the things to freaking live. And that's where I was like, wait a second. I don't, I don't want to live like this because it exists like this. I want to actually live. I want to. And the more I talk about this and the more I share this with others, the more they live and the more I get back as a result. That's the fun thing about happiness, right? It's so contagious. It's so contagious. And the more that we interact with happy people, and there's, there's great science on this that shows if you have one happy friend in a friend group, it increases the happiness of others by about 15%. And I'm like, well, why aren't, why aren't we doing more of this? Like, why, why are we so stuck? So, um, so I kind of went on this journey, right, to, to say, well, how, how can I share this little contagion, if you will, of, of happiness? Um, and I, I started speaking about it. I created a, a program around it. And it's, a, it's been such a joy because it's, it's a joy for me. Wow. And yeah. <laughs> well, I, I have to say, you know, you are a joy uh, because, you know, just as you said that one happy person can, can I, as you say, infect a group and make everyone happy. The opposite is also true. Um, I, I'm sure many people have experienced 
being happy themselves, but then you go into an environment or a job maybe where maybe the boss or other people are just negative and not happy. And before you know it, your happiness goes away. <laughs> so, I mean, we really need this, what, what you're about to help us with, this clarity, it's really, it's going to change people's lives. Thanks. I hope so. You know, that's, that's, we are, we're such a social species. We've got these things called mirror neurons, right? In the brain where we reflect back. It's why um, <laughs> I'm especially bad at this. I have to be very careful. It's why we pick up on other people's accents and then we start talking like them because we, we try to adopt the, the posture of other people to fit in, to, to belong to our tribes. And that's the same thing with moods. So if you're around grumpy people all day or people that are sad or bitter or angry, you start to adopt that mindset as well. Yeah. We, I, I talk a lot about resonance and you're a music person, so you'll get this, right? If you have two violins in the room together, both tuned to one another, pluck the string on one, the other will resonate. The other will start vibrating as well. And that's the same truth for humans. Yes. If you walk into the room and you're like, ha, life is grand and you're just having a good old time. It's infectious. You have that same effect on others. And then it, you know, it's a positive feedback loop. It, it recycles itself back into you. If you walk into the room and you're just like, oh, life is a struggle. <laughs> right? Well, well and, you know, and, you, and you know, you could imagine two competing people, right? One person comes in happy, the other person comes yeah. in life is a struggle. And it's like the yeah. resonance of whichever one is stronger will probably win out, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And especially um, the research is, is pretty strong about saying the people in power, so the leaders, the, the people that are coming in, leading businesses, leading organizations, when they come in, they're just kind of like, all right, well, the numbers are bad and uh, this is what we need. That's that is incredibly yeah. impactful. Talk about destroying everybody's emotions during the meeting, <laughs> all the way down the line, right? And then, of course, all of these employees go home to their families, and they're like, "Life is garbage, and work is." It is just so it's so infectious. So, yeah. why wouldn't we infect people with happiness instead? Wow, you know, um, Rebecca, if we could take a look at sort of the solution, the how. The, the, the book that you've written, Instinct, Rewire Your Brain with Science-Backed Solutions to Increase Productivity and Achieve Success. Oof, love that subtitle, by the way. Instinct, can you give us, give us a sense? Maybe you have a, a two-step, three-step, five-step, 12-step model. Who knows what you got? <laughs> Tell us, give us a formula for how we can take yeah. some of these things that you're, you're, you're talking about and put them into reality. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Well, I want to start by addressing the subtitle that you just said, because I, I actually don't tell people that I hate the subtitle. Oh, really? <laughs> Increase productivity and that will achieve success. Well, okay. If that's what you want, if success is happiness and, and productivity will get you there, great. I think we've gotten into a little bit of toxic productivity. So the title can be a little bit off-putting to some people. The reality is the content is going to increase productivity of happiness. I hope that's my, um, and that's the kind of undercurrent that you don't see there. Yeah. So here's, here's the, the three-step process. I'll give you the, the three-step process. There's a lot more, but we'll, we'll do the high overview Yeah, overview. I call it the pause prime and practice. Mm. So pausing is all about actually checking the stories that you're telling yourself, because as I said before, right, you're training your brain all day long, whether or not you know it. Mm -hmm. And the, the classic example that I give is like, 
we know that we can train the subconscious brain. Cause do you remember the first time that you drove a car and your hands are like 10 and two and you're like, Oh my gosh, there's pedestrians everywhere. There's street signs. I have to pay attention to all of this. And, and like you drove today with one hand on the wheel, talking on yourself and adjusting your podcast, you're not even paying attention. And that's awesome. Cause that means that you can train your subconscious brain to drive for you, which is amazing. So let's train our subconscious brain with better stories. So the pause is about pausing long enough throughout the day to check in with yourself. And I do an ABC process. The A is ask, is there a tiger? Because <laughs> if there is a tiger charging you, then you should be stressed out. That's fine. If there's not, then take a breath. Just slow your, slow your roll. You don't need to be stressed out. And then check, check the stories that you're telling. Are they those automatic negative thoughts? Those, I'm a failure. I'm going to get rejected. I'm not good enough. If they are, which science will say about 70% of the time, that's what you're going to find. Uh, maybe tell yourself a better story. I say mm. replace those automatic negative thoughts with practiced enlightened thoughts. Now, pets, practice enlightened thoughts, like pets in real life, they take more work. They don't just show up to your picnic like automatic negative thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. They take effort. But those practice enlightened thoughts, instead of I'm a failure, can be, oh, I'm, I'm not ready yet. Here's the next thing I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, I'm not worthy, I'm not enough, it's, wait a second, who am I, who am I trying to be worthy for? Like maybe, maybe I need to stop rejecting myself before I'm expecting anybody to just accept me. Oh, oh, I'm already enough. I don't need to prove myself. So these little automatic negative thoughts, we're we're smushing those ants. That's the pause. The second step is to prime. Now, when I talk about priming the brain, I like to give some examples. One of my, one of my favorite studies of all time, a group of housekeepers was split into two different groups. Right? And the first group was told nothing. The second group was simply told that they were meeting the Surgeon General's requirement for exercise. Mm-hmm. Right? So no difference between the two groups other than that. They all wear these nifty-difty wristwatches, track the exertion level steps. All of that's factored out of the analysis. And yet after four weeks' time, the difference. The group that's simply told that they're meeting the Surgeon General's requirement for exercise has lower weight, lower blood pressure, lower body fat, lower waist to hip wow. ratio, lower wow. body mass index. I'm like... <sighs> You're an athlete. You're an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> These are really important stories to tell. So our brain is getting primed all the time by what we're thinking. Again, so going back to like, well, what story do I want to be telling about myself? Mm. Other stories, um, you know, one, one research uh, group studied undergraduates walking into a professor's office and unbeknownst to them, they tracked their, their stride, how they carried themselves. They went into the professor's office their brain was primed with old age by, by talking about the elderly and, and old and, and sort of crippling diseases. And then once again, unbeknownst to them, uh, they were monitored on the way out and walking back down the hall. And they literally aged. They, their shoulders were hunched over. They walked more slowly. So what we're priming our brains with is affecting our behaviors. It's affecting how we carry ourselves. So pause and then prime your brain better. And then the last step is practice, Mm. practice, 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 practice. That's how we get better at anything, right? So the practice piece is all about visualizing. Who would you be if you had no fears? Who would you be? Who would you be if you were happy? What would you do? What would you experience? So the cool thing about the brain is it can actually live wire and change based not on the actual experience, 
but even visualizing that experience. Mm. So again, fun study, they had um, go in and, and practice a five-fingered exercise for two hours a day. Practice this five-fingered exercise, two hours a day, keep practicing, keep practicing. Then they scanned their brains and they saw, maybe unsurprisingly, that this little motor uh, uh, area of the brain that were those five-fingered exercises grew. So mm-hmm. they, they grew the section of the brain. Cool. Then they had another group come in and just visualize. They kept their hands still. They sat at the piano, didn't, didn't touch the piano, but mm-hmm. visualize that same five-fingered exercise. Here's the big one, right? They grew the same motor neurons in that cortex. Like, wow. so you are wiring your brain. You're literally growing your brain just with visualization. Mm-hmm. So practice, 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 practice visualizing what I'd say adventures over ordeals. That's a choice, right? We, we don't get to control this roller coaster ride that life takes us on, but we do get to practice whether or not we're going to respond to it as an adventure or an ordeal. So that's my, that's my quick, my quick big three is wow. pause time practice. Wow. So first of all, right there was a masterclass or maybe even a PhD in, <laughs> in how to rewire. You know, I think, I think a lot of people may not even understand that, you know, as an evolutionary biologist, this is clear to you, but some people may not even understand that th- this brain is like a muscle. Like if, if I keep training this muscle, where is it? Okay. It's right there. <laughs> if I keep training this muscle, it'll actually grow and get stronger and become able to do different things. I don't think a lot of people even think of their brains as a piece of biology and muscle. Yeah. I think they, we often just take it as like the static thing that we're stuck with. Yeah. And, and that's to me that, that requires, um, or that insinuates that we don't have any hope we or become control. Kind of like this or control. Right. It's, it's a learned helplessness almost. It's like, well, all right, this is just how I'm built. Yeah. This is who I am. I'm just not a happy person. I'm like, well, of course not. Cause that's the story that you're telling yourself. So yeah. your brain doesn't have any other options, but to your point. Yeah. If you stop exercising your, your biceps there, they're going to deflate. Yeah. And you can say, well, I'm not strong. Well, you know, but you know, exercise. Yeah. And one more thing I want to throw out for, for any skeptic listening to this, because a lot of people say, oh, it's just positive talk, you know, <laughs> make me happy and then everything works out. I think what you're mm. saying is this is not just think positive things and all of a sudden the world changes like remotely or something. Right. This is right. by practicing those thoughts and behaviors and words into your brain, into your subconscious mind, you create new behaviors and those new behaviors produce new results. Is that, is that what you're saying, basically? <laughs> that is spot on. And not, not even, it's not even just the behaviors. It's that we actually see the world differently. And when we see the world differently, we were talking a little bit about this ahead of time before we started recording. Can, do you mind sharing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, sharing? you know, we were talking about the fact that, you know, if you buy a Tesla, you're going to see Teslas every day. And, you know, it's, it's like it's, it's actually... I think it's our little magic that, you know, I, I hate using words like magic and manifestation, but, but the truth <laughs> is it's a kind of, it's a kind of magic because if you focus on something, all of a sudden you'll see it everywhere. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's a little trick that our brain has. We've got 400 billion bits of information coming at us every single second. Right. So that is way too much for our brain to process. 
So what it does is it just filters out all this information that it doesn't think is necessary. Yeah. Which by the way, is like all your happiness. That's not necessary to your brain. Your brain is survival obsessed. So it is like, ah, don't worry about that. That's just a nice Tesla. Ah, don't worry about that. That's, that's a, that's a raise. You don't need that raise. You need. So, so when we start focusing, and this is the whole, um, magic right behind manifestation is when you do start focusing on the things like when you buy that tesla suddenly there's teslas everywhere the the story that i i tell a lot i was a i was a bird researcher and i just thought hawks were like these magic elusive creatures and then i started studying hawks and they were everywhere <laughs> like i mean i can't drive down the the highway without seeing 20 hawks yeah yeah right because suddenly i'm like Oh, oh, they've always been there. It's just now I'm focused on them. And the same thing is true for happiness, right? It's always been there. It's now we're shifting our focus. Yeah, no, I I love that, that, that explanation you gave. And I think that, uh, you know, I I try to do this myself is, you know, once people start going, well, you know, you watch the secret, that movie, the secret, and they talk about if you just think, and you think really hard, (laughs) you're going to be a success. It's like, pull the brakes on that one and just realize that, yes, think, but there's some steps in between. (laughs) Do, right? Once you think, thinking is nice. And this is, again, this is one of the the problems that I have with a lot of, um, a lot of the the secret and a lot of the way it's it's interpreted is, um, and even like online classes, like here's all the things to do. Well, great. Now I know the things I should change now, right? (laughs) No, you have to actually do. You can't just know you have to do. Um, you know, people aren't paying for information. Information is, you can get this information from anyone. There's the internet now, right? You can get any information you want in the world. What you can't get is transformation unless you do the work. Yes. Um, that you know, I, I wanted to let you say that because I, I was about to say it, but you know what? <laughs> You say <laughs> because um, you know, as I said, I, I just feel like we you and I could talk forever and we seem to have been through a lot of similar knowledge and 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 life experiences to bring us to this point. I'm so excited uh, to have met you. Um, I'm wondering what you're excited about next. What are you doing next? Are you about to launch something? What's what's exciting to you next? <laughs> okay, wait. So this I'm very excited because this is actually the first. Is this the first public announcement? This might be the first public announcement of this. All right, guys, here it is. Are you ready for it? Yes. We are doing March 20th. We are launching the Year of Happy. Yes. Year of Happy is our uh, 52 weeks of video content. So it is a online course, but not like you've seen it before. Because like I just said, right? You can know the information, but then you have to do something with it. So we actually take online stuff and put it into the real world with these little subscription boxes that come to your uh, house once a month with challenge cards in them. And each of these challenge cards has a different challenge that you have to engage in with the box contents every month. So you're putting all the information that you're getting week by week by week into practice. And that's how we measure and change happiness levels in the real world. So I'm so excited about it. Year of Happy, launching March 20th, the International Day of Happiness. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited about that. <laughs> and let me, let me just endorse you right now, because remember I told you that I love that program because it implements what we all know about learning, which is 
when you space out learning, right, you, 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 you sort of combat the forgetting curve. You know, everybody forgets after a while, but you space it out. You reinforce it with practice. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to, to learn more about that program. I think it's just amazing. Thank you, Thank you for that. Yeah, we're really, really proud of it. You know, it's, uh, it's been a long time in the making. But, you know, to your point, it's, you know, we're not just going in and dropping it and there you go, go do it. It is well supported. We have monthly meetings. It is, uh, and it's lifetime access. That's the other really important piece I think people miss out on is, you know, if you go to hear me speak once, which I hope you do, like, I hope there's a keynote that you get to, you know, engage with me at, but that's, and that's great. But then I'm gone. Yes. Right. That it's, it's a one, you better record it and, and listen or any, any keynote, right. You're, you're, you gotta come back to it. Yeah. And that's so true for all the content that we're getting. How many times have you watched a movie? Can you recite it? If you watch it once, right? Can you recite it? If you watch it twice, three times, four times, can you then like, especially as it? your mind wanders off to think about different things in between, right? <laughs> yeah. So these like shorter videos, these like five minute, five minutes, go put it into practice, five more minutes, go put it into practice. That's the way we, we learn best. So um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited about this, obviously. Sorry. <laughs> wow, no, this is just so awesome. How can people connect with you, find you online, uh, learn about you, and maybe even buy that program? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you can go to uh, yearofhappy.com. Okay. Um, that is the easiest way to, to get into the program. Um, and if you want to contact me, it's pretty easy. It's just Rebecca Heiss. That's H-E-I-S-S dot com. I'm on all the socials at Dr. Rebecca Heiss. Um, you can find me there. Reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to answer any questions that you have. Um, don't hesitate to reach out. It'd be great. Dr. Rebecca Heiss, let me just tell you that, uh, you know, I, I do these podcasts to learn, to grow, to meet awesome people. And you've just hit me from all sides on this one. Uh, I, this has been so much fun, so much learning. I, I believe everyone who's learned, who's listened to this has been, has been gifted with, with your, your energy. And thank you so much for being here. Well, Dr. Play, I couldn't do it without you. So I appreciate you. I appreciate all the work and joy that you're putting into the world. Thank you for spreading happiness. Thank you for telling your story. This has been phenomenal. Awesome. My so brother we'll from touch. another mother. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks for tuning in to the Profitable Happiness Podcast. For more episodes, visit drpalay.com. And remember, get happy first and success will follow.